0: So I realized this week I actually want to clean out the garden that we have in the backyard. Yeah. I mean it's going to be really really nice this week so I feel like it'd be perfect time to make an excuse to be outside.
1: At this point it's like a garden despite it despite our lack of <laughs> I mean, things of are of still it, yeah. growing. We right, have some type exactly.
0: of onion or that green stuff and maybe some mint
1: like leeks or something. I don't know. Overthone. I don't even know. Yeah, and the mint smells really good. It I really like does. A, and the I feel like it, coming in. Yeah.
0: Doesn't that kind of keep away a lot of bugs? Maybe that's why it was planted before we moved uh, yeah. in.
1: Either my aunt or your mom were saying that's used to keep away like gnats and stuff, I guess. Uh, so
0: I, I want to keep it, you know, Yeah. but everything else, like I did a poor job of, um, prepping it for fall and winter i mm-hmm. guess and yeah. so there's a lot of dead crap there and i just it looks terrible
1: yeah i i think it'd be a great opportunity to you know i mean i won't help but <laughs> <laughs> no no i'd I'd love to learn and help out however i can as long as i'm not getting in the way
0: you know? I, yeah honestly i think it's just getting all the dead crap out yeah and then seeing what's left and seeing what we can do
1: yeah we'll absolutely see. yeah yeah
0: but how are you doing Good. birthday boy
1: oh well I'm, I'm older now <laughs> yeah, I have my birthday um you know what welcome everyone to life well spent with Garrett and Amber
0: oh yeah I forgot that part yeah,
1: this is the podcast where usually a married couple does the minimum amount of research on a topic in a vain attempt to keep their marriage on the rails but not today
0: not today
1: today everything's been too busy yeah so we didn't research topics so we're going to kind of switch from format but let's talk more about uh my my birthday and how special i am and how i'm a special special boy (laughs) a special birthday boy
0: yeah that was actually a lot of fun i mean your birthday was on friday yes but um we celebrated yesterday right which was fantastic invited a, a few friends out
1: kept it real small yeah and uh you know just just with kind of the way things are right now we just thought oh we'll just keep it pretty minimal Mm -hmm. and yeah we went to uh it was nice because we stayed in loveland Mm -hmm. city where i was born city Uh, (laughs) town that i i uh was born and raised in Mm -hmm. and we just we've we haven't lived there for five plus years yeah and stayed in a hotel that i have wanted to stay in in a little while i love hotel living Mm, it's my favorite and it was nice we I hung out with some friends, and we went to all, we went to every single place that we've never been to, or every place that we went to was new to us, mm-hmm. which felt amazing. Yeah. We I mean, we, we had no plans, place. really, yeah. just
0: knowing the location that we were going to be in. and we just went,
1: went to a brewery we've never been to. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, Well, Tap House.
1: Oh, Tap House. You're yeah. right, yeah. And then we went to a little bar that we'd never been to, and uh, a really good, kind of a taqueria almost, uh, a tortilla place we'd never been to and ended, up, ended the night at a really fun restaurant. We'd never, it was just, it was a dream.
0: Do we, do we say the places?
1: Oh yeah, you're right.
0: I mean, I would, cause yeah. I would highly suggest all these places that we went to.
1: Yeah. If you're looking for Mexican in Loveland, we l- went to the tortilla factory and it was so <sighs> so good
0: their tacos were delicious and very inexpensive for the amount of authenticity of mexican food they hand make their own tortillas that you can actually buy separate if you wanted to um they had like burritos and tamales and i mean churros Mm. that were really good yeah i'm I'm just i'm I'm so sad
1: some of their tortillas yeah. It'd be fun to buy some corn tortillas and maybe do our own shrimp tacos or something.
0: Like as long as we've both lived in that, that town, mm-hmm. how we've never eaten there is...
1: Frankly, it's embarrassing. It really is. And I'm sure my aunts told me multiple times to go... To, I know. Because they go to the tortilla factory all the time. And I really want to try the tamales now. Those I do too. Those so good.
0: Well, cause I think you don't think much of it from the outside. Cause it kind of looks like a hole in the wall. Like you're like, I don't really know yeah. what's in there. You know, Been and you there kind for of, you, yeah. you go, you you buy your food and you take it with you and they've got some outdoor seating now, which is great. Mm. Um, oh, man, I just, I can eat that every meal. I yeah. think
1: something that was super cool is, uh, our friends got a uh, tacos. We got tacos. I think, didn't we all get shredded beef? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we all got the same tacos, but they got a different sauce than us. Yeah, what what were
0: they saying about the sauce? They just kind of surprise you with a fun sauce.
1: And it was cool. Like, hell yeah, I want to be surprised by a sauce. Mm -hmm. And we got to try each other's sauces. And oh, man, that was the best. And then uh, 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 Backyard Tap. tap, Backyard Tap, is that Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Man, they have the best, uh, like, back area seating, I think, possibly in all of Loveland.
0: I love it. They yeah. they don't have much indoor seating, which is great. I mean, yeah. hence it's in the name, backyard. You know, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: most of it's outside, and they had live
0: music. Mm-hmm. It was like we were all sitting there thinking, "This is the most normal we felt this whole yeah. time."
1: We got a little bench table with uh, under like this plastic igloo.
0: It was a pod. Oh it man, was so it just, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, felt uh, really incredible, and yeah, live music, like you said, and the staff mm-hmm. was. The staff was great, very yeah. friendly. Um, we had a bunch of little kids that kept walking, like walking up to our pod and like <laughs> hitting the plastic, and we wave at them. And there were so many cute dogs. Oh, mm-hmm. Man,
0: and did, oh, did you already mention that they had a food truck in the back too?
1: Oh yeah, we didn't try the food truck because we had eaten at the right. uh, uh, tortilla factory, but uh, that's
0: probably a regular thing for yeah, them, I would I imagine so. But yeah, I, it was just incredible. They had fire pits out there, mm-hmm. and it was. Oh, I would go every weekend, I think.
1: I know. That place is dangerous because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's so inviting. Such a friendly atmosphere. Uh, that was great. And then we went to... Gypsy uh, Cupcakes. Gypsy Cupcakes. That was the name of it. Yeah. Really good cupcakes. They have mini ones, too, which I got two minis, and that was, like, per- okay. perfect amount of cupcake for me. Yeah. yeah, Cupcakes, man, they, they get real sweet real fast. And these were sweet cupcakes, but mm-hmm. I got, like, a Rocky Road cupcake, and I got a... Uh, Oh, what was it? It's like, like a, a raspberry ro- thing? Something r- like that. Ruby, or
0: something or other.
1: Ruby r- Ruby roses or something like that.
0: I can't remember. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. I got the uh the rocky road regular size mm-hmm. cuz I ain't no chump. No. no you're a big <laughs> when girl. I, when it comes to sweets, uh no, and yeah, that was so delicious. Mm-hmm. I I feel like mm-hmm. even the uh the original sizes um weren't too much. Yeah. You know and then I don't remember the place right next door to it that we decided to try out and grab I, a drink at
1: I believe that was blues and bruise that's it. it looks like it's a it's a little bar that's made specifically for live music
0: and it's indoor outdoor I love when they mm-hmm. like lift their it's almost like a garage door yeah sort of thing yeah absolutely. um yeah with the live music that was setting up as we were taking off yeah. but uh yeah that was a really cool atmosphere mm-hmm. I love that Loveland is starting to get more of like a entertainment outside
1: they seem like they're trying to cater to kind of younger families and Mm -hmm. i mean i say to everybody but just getting more food live music right i mean of course this you know all of 2020 more or less just the past year haven't really been able to take advantage of that and unfortunately some places haven't been able to stick around but Mm -hmm. it seems like uh, the place that location or just downtown loveland is still thriving Mm-hmm. Um, something that was exciting is there's a place, uh, a, a gumbo place, a Cajun place that relocated like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And now in their old location, there's a pizza by the slice place opening up. There's like no pizza places. Well, there's a, there is one pizza place, but no by the slice places down there. Oh yeah. Seems yeah. seems ridiculous. So yeah, that's a place so smart getting in there. Oh man. It's so smart.
0: Yeah. yeah they, they've got a really cool downtown now. Yeah.
1: It's fun to get away from you know, the town I grew up in for a few years and then you get back in there and you get to kind of rediscover it all over again. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love the nightlife over there now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And we ended the night. I can never remember the name of this restaurant.
0: I was trying to think of it earlier today. <laughs> I feel like it started with an L like Lachsh. I have no idea. Gosh. Oh, we they, should have looked it up. They but. seem
1: like they're doing okay. Hopefully they're doing fine. So we're not, we're not able to shout them out. If we can, if we can track it down, we'll post it on our Instagram or Twitter yeah. or something. Because um, another really friendly, inviting atmosphere, uh, limited menu, which mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind as no. long as they do it well. And I thought the food was uh, pretty on point. A couple of people, uh, you included, got this really good looking turkey grind turkey grinder turkey grinder yeah with like, it's like an uh,
0: Italian. Yeah. sandwich with a really oh the side it was a carrot soup with a bourbon with a infused bolognese or,
1: or no a reduction I don't remember sorry I should like have a bourbon you. reduction then I think so
0: something it was to die Super for
1: good yeah and we got a really good uh again a little on the smaller side but a little meat cheese and olive board and some baked brie that was What's with, a
0: baked brie I think it was baked feta
1: that's it thank you baked yeah. feta that was oh on with, the, point. with the
0: bread and mm. so so good, I still couldn't do olives. You you tried to turn me on to the olives because you said they weren't.
1: Yeah, I don't like olives, but these green olives were a little more subtle than some of the more harsh kind of almost briny olives that I've had in the past. These mm. ones were doable for sure, pretty enjoyable. I,
0: mm. I took one bite and I was like, nope.
1: Little like little <laughs> little salt bursts. They were yeah. good and not. Sometimes olives get like super granular and I don't, mm. I don't like the, I don't like the mouthfeel. These, yeah. these were great.
0: Oh, I'm glad that you enjoyed them. You, you and the the a few of the other time. friends really liked them. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was such a fun day.
1: It was. Yeah. And then we went to one of our favorite little coffee places. Uh, and I, I never remember the name of the coffee place. It's just in this little area called the foundry and, yeah. um, they've always had good coffee. They've got good, is it gelato or ice cream? Do you remember?
0: It might be gelato. It looks okay. like gelato. Yeah.
1: And then we got one of their cinnamon rolls today. And you guys, who oh,
0: They spoiled us because they came fresh out of the oven. Yeah. And there were two already just out we to be served. We were going the
1: two that were just chilling out there. And that's fine. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: But we see her and she is like taking this big old bucket of cream yeah. that, um the frosting, I guess, mm-hmm. and was just lopping it on all the the freshly baked cinnamon rolls. And then I hear you say... Is she she's giving us a new one. Yeah. <laughs> he was so Hot excited.
1: fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body. Oh my got God. Got every man in here wishing they had that cinnamon roll because man, it it, it it was so sweet, but it wasn't, you know, when you had like, if you eat a whole bag of Skittles, like I yeah, get yeah. The, the, the sweet sweats. Oh yeah. And I just feel <laughs> terrible. This was so sweet, but for some reason it didn't like, it didn't give me a tummy ache or anything. Mm-hmm. It just, it like, it tasted like candy, but then you've got the the you know, the flaky kinda crust, the dough, like that. I think and they helps loaded to that it sucker up
0: with the cinnamon too. It looks so good. Um, it so good. and it, it paired well with the coffee. Oh yeah. That that coffee I feel mm-hmm. like I could have every morning.
1: Absolutely. I
0: should have bought it did they sell it by the bag? Their coffee? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe.
0: Oh, dang it, I should have looked.
1: Yeah. Was... I didn't even think about it.
0: So yeah, we've got plenty of raves of uh places to try in loveland now
1: yes yeah looking forward to doing a round two at some point and Mm -hmm. trying out the pizza place Mm -hmm. um oh there was a smoked wing place down there we still haven't been to that i want to check out yep uh yeah there's plenty of plenty of stuff to get to down there so um it was awesome thank you very much for helping to set up such a fun fun birthday weekend well
0: it was funny because i felt like because we we started pretty early i mean we dropped cash off at noon Mm -hmm. and originally i think i told our few friends like oh we'll just meet you for dinner at six o'clock and the whole time i'm thinking like what are we gonna do downtown loveland um because i just remembered everything that was down there that that i obviously the the newer places i had no idea about so i'm like I mean, the Axe Place isn't really open for business at, during certain times. The movie uh,
1: theater was, uh, you know. Arcade We didn't really want to sit inside the whole time. The arcade is fun, but. I
0: literally thought we were just going to be like wandering around trying to figure out what to do. So I'm <laughs> right. really glad that a, a couple of our, our friends like suggested places to go. Yeah, And it was like perfect.
1: Yes. Yeah. And we're looking forward to having bigger get togethers uh, down the road coming right. up soon um i, I mean got, thankfully
0: it's, it seems like most everybody that we know are getting vaccinated yeah which I, is I wonderful i got my first shot
1: yeah a couple of our friends got their first shots recently so. i was only
0: that was the odd man out there More,
1: Yeah, yeah you, you seventh wheel <laughs> is that right uh, something like that uh, yeah i don't know um yeah yeah so it's it's fun i uh, hope i mean hopefully you know our friends are getting the vaccine and we're turning a corner and we mm-hmm. can you know uh one of our friends was like i feel like i'm gonna cry because it's the first live music i've heard in like over a year Mm -hmm. and hopefully i told her like hopefully we get to the point where we take it for granted again because that shows that we're back to normal as as sad as that is yeah like
0: but it is just like the small things that you didn't mm -hmm. realize before makes such a difference yeah i mean one of you too you know (laughs) right <laughs> um i mean just hanging out with five other of our well i guess four four of our friends uh-huh. um was just absolutely amazing
1: yeah yeah it was a it was a true joy yeah yep tons of fun so
0: definitely a good like mental recharge yeah i am like all right and then you know it's starting to lighten up yeah light at the end of the tunnel here so
1: yep Fingers crossed. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad that you had a great birthday because, yeah, I did. that was I a, a fantastic, fantastic time. Birthday. I think we all needed it.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, do you want to let them know? Well, actually, we can go into what we're, we've been into this week. What, what were you into this week?
1: Sure. So, you know, I'll keep it kind of brief. Uh, I've been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. It uh launched with the PlayStation 5. Hadn't started playing it, and I, I just recently got it and started playing it, and it is a delight to be playing new Spider-Man content again. Mm -hmm. I've played through the original Spider-Man twice and just, uh, maybe a year ago or so, I think I played through all three of the expansions for that Spider-Man game. Mm -hmm. And so now to dig into Miles Morales and having miles be the, the main character and seeing, you know, characters, oh man, the game is tight as ever. Uh, some people, I think, complain that it's a little more of an expansion than it is a true sequel, but um, I know for just the Spider-Man Miles Morales, they charge like 40 bucks as opposed to 60 mm. so I think the the price justifies the runtime, uh, but you still got this big-ass city to, to swing through, and I feel like I'm getting pretty close to the conclusion. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, but there's a ton of side stuff that I'm not doing. I just kind of want to get through the main campaign and then just swing around the city, <laughs> oh, it's, it is, it's pretty close to meditative. Just swinging mm. through, they they nailed the swinging mechanic, because it's not too challenging, but it's also not just like hold down a button and you just kind of swing around. Like right, uh, I, it was either Spider Man one or two on. I think I played on the original PlayStation. That really nailed it. Like Spider Man one, you couldn't go down to the ground. It just didn't have the. They didn't have the ability or capacity to do that. So you were always swinging above the city. And if you got too low, you just like fell through the clouds. Oh, really? Yeah. But And these are both based off the Tobey Maguire movies. Mm-hmm. I think Spider-Man 2 is PS2. So they actually had the capabilities now to make this big open world. And the swinging in that game was great. But I think these games beat it out. That might be recent. I think it's recency bias. The fact that it's come out recently. But Oh, yeah. It is really solid, um, you know. And and people, there's some criticisms that they basically just took, you know, the fighting system that Batman, Arkham, those games created. Mm-hmm. But that's what a lot of adventure games are doing now. I don't fault Spider-Man for doing it. I it fits really well with Spider-Man. He's got the spider sense, so it it makes sense in canon. I it, I I love the sh- I'm I love the shit out of it. I've already said I'm a total Marvel, like Mark, like they got my money 10 times out of 10. <laughs> I'm a Marvel fanboy cuck.
0: Well, and I was the, so you had me kind of like holding the, the new controller to see yeah. what it does. Um, and with the Miles Morales, character, character, mm-hmm. uh, is he supposed to be kind of a teenager in this game? Still? Yeah,
1: he's, I believe he's still in high school. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the high school that he goes to. It's like a, a private kind of STEM school. Because I um, felt
0: like the, the way that they um, made him or drew him, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he seems older. But yeah, then his voice is young.
1: I'm sure they they probably, I haven't seen the actor, but I'm sure they based his appearance off the actor. Okay. Uh, and did mocap and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he does, he, he looks like early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, but they try to kind of age him down with his voice, like he's kind of oh golly geez I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I I see that. But I don't care. No. <laughs> like I said, I'm a total shill. Uh, yeah, and yeah. You know, there's I got a PS5, guys. You know, my <laughs> wife my wife said I could, so I did. So back off. <laughs> um, the uh, the dual sense controllers on the PS5 are cool as hell like they're just the control i don't know i'm not going to get into it i bored our friends with it yesterday they were very sweet to let me talk about the ps5 (laughs) i'm not going to do that to you guys if you're into games and you want a ps5 get it if you don't that's cool too yeah i love mine
0: (laughs) that's all that matters (laughs) yes
1: and that's all i'm gonna say about it what are you doing what are you up to
0: um well let's see so this week i we bought the, uh, the lock and key volume three and four. That's right. So I finished the volume three.
1: You finished, you went hard on volume three. Oh, it
0: was like 20 minutes and it was. Tore through done. it
1: like I tear, tear, oh, never mind. Jeez. <laughs> like I tear through a bag of tortilla chips. Ah, there it is. So worth it.
0: So worth it. Keep yeah. Going. It yeah. was, uh, it was good too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they uncovered more newer keys and they touch base on like, You know basically the mom kind of dropping the ball she's more of a drunk and her and um the daughter starting to butt heads a lot more Mm um and oh i think there was a point where they're uh being attacked by shadows in the house Hmm. um i
1: haven't read lock and key in years so i'm gonna have to dig back in
0: yeah i mean it was really enjoyable and uh today i just started the volume four Hmm. so um that one's starting pretty strong
1: do you think that uh, the comic book series is better than the Netflix show? Worse or just two very different mediums, two different tellings of the story?
0: I feel like there's pros and cons to both. Mm. I probably prefer the comics. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the one thing with the comics is that with Bodhi, the the little son, Yeah. he's like seven years old. But in uh, the Netflix series... Um, I think I like the way that they portray him more cause he's a little bit more relatable and the way that they portray him in the comics is, uh,
1: he's a small child.
0: He's a small child. And you know, like right now he has like a, you know, his teacher says like, he's got a big imagination and he knows all these like big words and, mm. um, but I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily love his character in the comics as much as I liked him in the series. Okay. All right. Uh, I can't really put my finger on it. He just seems a little bit more annoying. Which mm. maybe that's the point. Maybe he's supposed to be a little annoying brother. A little fuel, yeah. Mm. You know, I don't know. Um, but no, yeah, I, I'm really digging it. Mm. How many mm. uh, volumes are in the series?
1: Quite a few. Really? There's a lot. Oh boy. Yeah. So
0: I feel like I should uh, bust out my like Nook or something that I could download on the computer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to read the rest of them because that, that'd be a lot of books to buy.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, we've already got a ton. It's not you know dropping the bucket, but still, I I get it.
0: Because with, especially with comics and stuff, I'm kind of a one and done. I don't know if I'd go back and reread them, so it would just be mm. sitting on our shelves for years and years.
1: Our son's growing up. That's true. Yeah.
0: But do I really want to hang on to him for 10 years just to see if he'd be into him?
1: I'll keep him out of your sight. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to worry about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and actually, uh, with you reading Lock and Key, I also bought the first volume of, uh, I believe it's Harrow County.
0: Uh, oh yeah you want me to read that yeah harrow mm-hmm. county
1: i read the first few issues uh years ago and i just bought them digitally on comiXology and yeah i i loved it so i got the first volume so you could read it mm-hmm. and You you let me know i i think it's really cool southern gothic horror a uh, ton of fun so i'm looking forward to you digging into that and then i'm gonna dig into it after you're done sounds good yeah
0: yeah Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've, um, I've watched, I watched, I'm pretty sure it's a brand new show, Seeking Sister Wife on like TLC, I think. Um, that's pretty interesting because, you know, I've been watching, I had watched Sister Wives. Right. I just find it super fascinating, that way of life. Um, so this one is, you know, a, they either have one wife and is searching for a second one or has two and searching for a third one. Um, it's super interesting. I mean, obviously a lot of them are going to dating sites to try and, uh, find another wife. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's one that was, he has two wives already. Uh, and I kind of jumped in when they were kind of on all on like a, a hangout at a park or something. And the potential third wife that they were all interested in, uh, had gotten a mysterious phone call of like a family emergency. So she had to leave. And so they're trying to contact her after that to see, you know, is everything okay, whatever. Um, And then all of a sudden they get a text message from her brother saying, oh, she's in the hospital because she's got a ruptured uh, appendix or or she needs, I don't know, something that she needed to be in the hospital for. Oh, wow. And then um, they're, you know... Trying to contact her I'm guessing again Just to see how she's doing And then the Quote unquote brother Texted back and said "Um, She actually passed away And they're kind of like I mean it'd it'd be sad If she really did Yeah But they don't really believe it And then one of the wives Go on Facebook And they they find her And she's perfectly fine She's like on vacation somewhere So it's like she Didn't want to tell them Like you know what Sorry this isn't for me
1: I think what the brother meant Is that she's on vacation And she's having a death buy chocolate at the airport chilies. <laughs> but he just like he was typing so quick. he's like oh dead bye right yeah so and uh, I'm like that's kind uh, of I a cop-out
0: like if you if literally you meet these people and you really don't want anything more to do with them just be honest you know like why why are we you know yeah. in our 20s or 30s and thinking that you have to tell somebody that you died
1: that's a solid rule of thumb you know you, know? <laughs> you can just say oh no thanks and be on your way and most reasonable people would be like, oh, I guess they're out. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like, I mean, because you don't know what what the, the husband had said to her. So maybe she felt super creeped out. Yeah. And maybe she f- felt unsafe in some way. Yeah. And that's why she felt like she had to say that she died. I don't know.
1: So, I mean, you know me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a pretty live and let live. No yucking anybody's yums. What you do in your bedroom in your home is up to you if you're not hurting right. anybody. Polygamy weirds me out.
0: It's interesting. And,
1: and th- I think that's uh, that's hypocritical on my part. So I'm looking at myself. I'm looking in the mirror and saying like, <laughs> what's it say about me? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Consenting adults. Do what you got to do. It's a weird vibe. I, I think it's because of if there was polygamy on both sides, if there's a guy with a bunch of wives, but then there's a lady with a bunch of husbands then I'd be more cool with it. I think mm-hmm. just being so heavily tied up in uh, religion and that kind of patriarchal dominance right. over, over that scene, mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what weirds me out. But I, I also think that's kind of, I don't know. Again, consenting adults, do, I mean, what, do what you got to do. But...
0: It's what they did back in, what, the, se- I don't even know, hundreds, eight, seventeen, sixteen hundreds, 1600s, when they were as kings and they uh, slept with like their sisters and and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's had multiple wives and things like that.
1: But the the infant death rate was also like 70%. So times, times (laughs) they has a change, but I, I get what you're saying. Totally.
0: But I I felt kind of bad because there was one couple where, um, this was very new to them. They all of a sudden felt like, you know, that this was their calling. You know, the husband kept saying like, I just feel like this is what we're meant to do. And Mm. God is telling us that we need another wife. And, um, he kind of had his wife on board. They'd been together for 17 years. They had a couple kids and a couple grandkids. Um, so all of a sudden, you know, she's on board with it. He finds somebody that they both like. He starts kind of forming a relationship with her and it's time for them to go on like their first date. And so she's staying with him over the weekend and the wife, you know, is helping him find clothes to go on this date. And, um, you know, he, but he's very like, um, open to her feelings He's, he's like, I just want to make sure that you're okay. Like, That's I don't good. want this to be, I don't want to hurt you yeah. by doing this. And at first she's like, oh no, it's fine. You know, I'm, I might get a little jealous, but it's, you know, this is just a start. This is something new. Um, and it goes, they're like both ready to go. They're in the car. And then all of a sudden the producer of the show comes over and says, you know, you need to go talk to your wife. She's bawling in the room. Ah. Um. So she, she just broke down and just yeah. couldn't really, ex- not really accept the fact that I think she just got, was hurt of the whole situation that she's like, my husband is going on a date with another woman. So it made her feel like kind of questioning why they would need a wife.
1: Yeah. And I I can't imagine there's feeling of inadequacy that would come up. Right.
0: She's like, what am I not doing? One
1: wife. Why do you need another? Right. Exactly.
0: She, she, that was kind of her, her thought process was, you know, what is it that he's not getting from me that he thinks that he needs another wife? Yeah. to get it from. Um, so then, of course, they both come in and they're trying to talk to her. And there was a point where she's like talking the girlfriend into going on this date with him. And the girlfriend's like, you know, I don't want to hurt you either. Like, if this is uncomfortable. We don't have to do this. Yeah. You know, so it's very sweet. Like, she's very open to her feelings. That's nice. That's good. Um, But you could just tell, like, the wife just wasn't really into into
1: this. So... If, all right, guys, I'm being honest here. If I had seen this, I would say so. But I haven't seen this. This is secondhand knowledge. Um, I'd heard that, so the idea of, uh, cuck, cuck porn is a thing. What is that? The idea that in our situation, mm-hmm. if I had another man come in and you guys had sex and I sat back and watched. Oh, I see. That is cucking. You gotcha. Know? Um, Apparently there was a video it could have been staged, hopefully it was staged. But apparently there's a video of like a husband is videotaping when his wife and another individual are having sex and apparently in this video the guy's like you know, I don't I don't know, guys, I don't I think I'm I think I'm done and the wife is like, No, like it's okay, it's fine, like
0: Oh, so she yeah, kinda wanted. That is
1: the saddest thing I can I can think of sadder really things, sad. but that's a super sad thing when like you just like that situation like you know somebody's really open to it the other person isn't really but they want to try and be open to it for their significant other right and then when reality starts setting in oh man that's got to be a terrible feeling
0: i couldn't do it no god no i couldn't do it like it makes me sick just thinking about us not being together or you sleeping with yeah
1: <laughs> and other people can like you know it like i said the hypocrisy like that That specific type of polygamy weirds me out, but mm-hmm. if people are in open relationships and everybody's comfortable and consenting, it's all good, but yeah yeah i don't I don't have that muscle within me that is like, "Oh yeah, my wife can go be with other men, and then we come back together like mm-hmm. that's really incredible that people do I don't got it,
0: and you know I think with their religion, I mean when their religion is a big part of that um the, the women see them, their sister wives as uh, just that, as a sister mm-hmm. um, and having that type of bond, um, you know, somebody that is like your best friend and helps yeah. you guide through life and things like that. But even on like sister wives right now, you can kind of see like the negative side of polygamy, too, because right now, like all the women kind of gang up <laughs> on the husband.
1: Yeah, because sister wives is a specific guy and his wives. It's not like the, yeah. the other one is different groups of people. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, seeking is
0: sister... s- seeking sister wife or something. Right.
1: And then sister wives is this dude and his wives. How many wives? Four.
0: And I don't even know how many kids they all have. Like, I think with one wife, they had six kids. With another wife, it's two. You know, it well, just kind of depends. Um, but, yeah, they just, you can tell that any type of, like, big situation that comes up or an opinion comes up, they all need to sit down and talk about it. Uh, they all have different opinions. Like, right now, it's like, well, where are we going to stay in, I, I think, Flagstaff? a little bit
1: of you, yeah.
0: Go to Utah right. or back to Utah or something. I saw
1: a bit of that episode.
0: I'm like, that just seems, like, chaotic and a big headache. Uh-huh. And just every time that it, they interview the husband, he's like, you could tell that he struggles with the the power hold, I guess. Like, you can tell that he kind of wants to be the one to make decisions and tell it like it is. Yeah. But he comes in and he's just like, I can't even have an opinion. Like, my wives just tell me where I need to be and when I need to be there, <laughs> you know? Like, he's he's kind of feeling the, the negative aspects of having multiple wives, yeah. quote unquote, you know? Um, that just, it's not quite how he thought, either how it started or... I think it's just kind of snowballing into some of the wives realizing like, I don't know if this is for me anymore. Yeah. You know? That's fair. Right. I'm like, I just, it's if it's for you, it's for you. But I just know I couldn't do it.
1: Right. But yeah. it's
0: it's just fascinating to watch.
2: Yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: and sure. learn about. But, so that's what I've been into. Cool. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, if you know of any restaurants that want to sponsor a podcast with not a ton of listeners, you send them our way. But <laughs> as of right now, we don't have any sponsors. So, Let's get into our stuff this week, which yeah. typically is us, like I said in the opener, researching a topic. And you know. March
0: was March Madness. Yeah. So this is our last week of doing March Madness.
1: Right. And since it's been so kind of hectic in our lives lately, we decided instead of researching, we're going to talk about what drives us crazy. So yeah. this is our. March bat, whatever. I don't you guys get it. I don't need to draw an A to B for you. You understand the connection. Uh, so we're gonna talk about our pet peeves, we yeah, like our top five or and, yeah, yeah, just whatever kind of comes to us, yeah, yeah,
0: and um and then I thought it'd be fun after we do that um to guess what each other's pet peeves might be like in the household,
1: and I don't think this is fair because you're too sweet and you never let me know when I'm bothering you. <laughs> so but I, I feel think like I'm you a... know
0: me enough though that my body language language tells you
2: yeah, certain things.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm sure like, I think you'll need to go first on that one. And they'll be like, oh yeah, I remember this one time I did something and you got super quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Um. Do you want to start with some of your uh, pet peeves that you've got? Yeah. You know or what? Or do you want to go back and forth?
1: No, I will start. Okay. And.
0: Cause I wonder if we have the same ones up
1: here. I I tried to kind of go broad and you know, some of these are going to be, Like it's, it's just me. This isn't like, and maybe not even a pet peeve or something that really drives me crazy. It's, it's like, if you are into it, that's totally cool. It's not for me kind of a thing. Um, but this is one that I cannot stand. Uh Do not do this to me. (laughs) We will have a strained relationship from day one on.
0: Oh, I think I can guess it. Go ahead. Scaring you.
1: No, Oh, that is a good one though. That okay. should have been at top my list. I don't like being scared. <laughs> no, you don't. No, or no, no, no. Tickles,
0: tickles, tickling you. No,
1: honestly, I, guys, I put on a front, but <laughs> I, I don't hate tickles if it's a quick tickle. If you are like tickle, tickle, and I am like, oh my god, stop! <laughs>
0: it's the holding you down and tickling yes, you until you. Because I had an
1: older brother, uh, right? And of course, yeah, yeah, yeah I hate that. Um, but no, this is uh, uh, when I meet a new male person. -hmm. And they give me a nickname.
0: Oh, like chief. Oh man, I
1: hate that shit. Scooter. Hey, what's up, boss? What are you What are you getting today? (laughs) It's like I'm a customer. I'm not your goddamn boss. And if I was, you'd be fired. Because it always it never feels like who knows. I'm sure their intent is to be conversational, yeah, and to start building rapport. But it always feels, uh, what's the word? Uh, Like like sarcastic, almost like especially boss. Does it feel
0: like demeaning? Yeah, like yeah. You're demeaning your masculinity or something. No, yeah, or? not
1: necessarily like infantilizing or anything. If they're talking down to me, it just feels disingenuous, mm-hmm. and it feels yeah, like it's it's always like a power dynamic, like chief boss. It is you are my superior. Mm-hmm. But the way you're saying it, it doesn't make me feel like you think I'm your superior. Yeah, and of course, like in in those situations, establish dominance not. from the get go. sort yeah, of Yeah, yeah, it's sarcastic, so then they can be like, you know. Hey, what's going on, boss? It's like, it's it's. I don't like what you're doing here. Just well, and I say, wonder if it's
0: like if something were to, I don't know, go awry, and all of a sudden you're upset with something. If that's their way of like kind of de-escalating the situation, not necessarily for you, because that would probably piss you off more than yeah. continuing to call you chief.
1: Well, and granted, I don't think I've ever. I don't really get into anybody's no business like that. But I guess yeah. I, I'm just
0: thinking on their part if they're like, oh, if I call him chief or. Whatever. It's,
1: no, but it's always introductions. Mm. It's almost always introductions. Hey, okay. hey, how you doing, boss? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm a I'm a grown ass man now, so I those are the two like chief and boss. I don't, you know, of course, if somebody called me slugger, then I'd walk right back out and I'd be like, fuck you, nope, <laughs> nope, I am not buying gelato from you, and I'm out of there. Like, I I would take a sir over something like that because it feels yeah. sarcastic and it feels like you're trying to make fun of me. And I mm-hmm. don't care for it.
0: What was it I saw? But then on the um, the other side, I feel like if you get a nickname from like a cute elderly woman, then it's that's charming. A, that's why I
1: specified male. Yeah. You know, it is, it is a gendered situation. Oh, man. If a waitress calls me hun or sweetie. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Right. I'm in heaven. Hell yeah, <laughs> love it.
0: Like when we we went to San Diego, uh, to that bar.
1: Uh, that uh yeah, gay bar and grill. Mo, Urb, Mo's? Urban Mo's. Urban Moes. Urban Moes. Yeah.
0: We had the best waitress. Oh,
1: she was a saint. You could and tell yeah, she could,
0: loved her job.
1: Yeah, and she called me sweetie. Hun, I thought. Yeah. Was it Hunter Sweet? Sweetie one of those? And I yeah. was just like, hell yeah. 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 She's so cute. Yeah.
0: But again, I think I think again she was older, too. She was.
1: She was. Yeah. She was. But. Yep.
0: Uh, yeah, and I don't know. Hmm. I'm just trying to think of like what you would, what type of a nickname you'd give a woman. No. No, not necessarily like like if a woman were to introduce another like usually we get like hun or lady, like you, that's usually what I get.
1: That and that's woman to woman, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's about right. Girl, girlfriend, I guess.
0: Well, I, I guess I've heard sis, love,
1: sis is fun, hun, mm.
0: lady. Like, hey, lady.
1: A, from the outside perspective, that seems fun, but better, you might see no, and somebody uh, to me calling it doesn't, me chief. It,
0: to me, I don't care. Yeah. Like, we had that friend that you worked with at that one Italian restaurant, and she would call you and I babe.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, when yeah. we were at the bar. Yeah. That's endearing. I'm oh, just like, oh,
0: I could be your babe. Yeah. You know, it's oh, cute, yeah. you know.
1: Yep, and of course, with pet peeves, they're not always logical. They don't always make sense. It's just something that I do not like. Yeah. yeah. So, So that's... <laughs> That's my first one.
0: I like it. Yep. Uh, mine um is going under the speed limit in the l- the left lane.
1: Oh yeah, even just cruising in the left lane anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm always getting over to the right, and I so many people will just fiddle fart around right in the passing lane it is the passing lane
0: like and i get it like when we're all driving we have that moment of like oh, oh. my god i'm driving how long have i been like zoning out for yeah, right you
1: realize like oh man i'm still hanging on the left lane and then a car passes you hard on the right you're like oh yep sorry or, i should have been in the right
0: yeah yep. or you like you're so in your mind about something that you realize that you slow down for a green light you know mm-hmm. <laughs> chelsea had that happen to her oh, the other I, day i
1: do that all the time
0: you know um yeah. But yeah, I guess for me, it's like if, if I know that I'm going to be like in my head or I'm like a little spacey, I just stay in the right lane. Yeah. I think that's yeah. just more comfortable for me anyways.
1: I typically, you know me, when I'm going somewhere and there's a time, I try to leave five minutes early. Yeah. Um, and that way I can cruise and just take it easy and chill in that right lane and go with traffic. Yeah. And not try to speed through to get somewhere ASAP. Like, I would much rather take the long way if there's less traffic and just kind of take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 me, babe.
0: What's you in a nutshell yeah. with your driving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one, though. That's a really good one. Yeah, that I feel like
0: a guy. lot of people probably have that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I oh, Man, and I just, you know, you think that most people know that the left is the passing lane, the right mm-hmm. is the cruising lane, but then every once in a while there's just somebody that is almost delighting and just hanging on that left lane. Yeah. You know, they're not going above the speed limit or the speed limit at all. And yeah, that ooh, that gets me. That was a really good one. Yeah.
0: And you know, I did actually, one of my bigger pet peeves when it comes to driving, mm-hmm. at least it used to be until I, I realized it's actually the correct way to do it, um, is when you have a merging lane or, you know, you get like construction cones starting to get you in the left lane or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to hate it when people would like zoom to the very front and then cut over. Yeah. Now that I realized and was learned that that's actually the way you're supposed to do it as opposed to like if you're, you know, a half a mile to back. to get into
1: the back of the line. That
0: would make everybody like slow down and apparently it mm. like takes more time and it, ba- it gets backed up quicker. So that's when you actually point. come all together, you're supposed to do like that zipper formation and it's supposed to be a oh. lot uh, more time. Best for
1: flow of traffic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So now I don't get as upset when I see somebody zoom into the front. It does still bug me a little bit. But,
1: uh, you know, (laughs) I'm going to keep that in mind next time. Yeah. Like, they're just trying to keep traffic moving.
0: It's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But what's your uh, second one?
1: So this one, this is coming from a recovering English major. Okay. Uh, People imposing uh, rules on the English language unnecessarily. Like? Like... uh, Say you send, you end your sentence, you uh, know, with a preposition and somebody corrects you or, uh, and I, you know, I honestly, sometimes I still do this to you and I get mad at myself. I, <laughs> I try not to do it, but yeah, if somebody's just, just says something quote unquote, incorrect or incorrect in the incorrect, for example, mm-hmm. somebody's like, yeah, I was incorrect. Like, don't correct them. You know what they were saying. Right. You, yeah. The purpose of the, of language in general let alone the English language. The English language is so stupid and weird and complex and archaic. Like if you get the message that is being given right. and you receive it, then the job is done. There's no need for corrections. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, in one of my classes in college, uh, I don't remember if it was my like teaching class that I took for some reason or a different class, but uh, somebody postulated that, uh, if if somebody like the idea of oh these uh, ebonics used to be a term i don't know if that's a term anymore oh but yeah but the idea of somebody speaking in a uh, a slang mm-hmm. specific to their cultural region um people say like oh that's not proper english or anything like that it's it's they're just using it as a platform to judge somebody and it's like a social judgment it's a uh economic like oh they're uneducated cuz they you know say y'all instead of you all mm-hmm. or they say sup instead of hello like any all that stuff it's just it is a system in which to pass judgment on people and it's it's unnecessary right you know language is constantly changing. evolving yeah. and changing and, you know, if you don't understand something, and then you ask, like, oh, I'm sorry, what Like, what were you saying? And then you get that correction, and then mm-hmm. the message is passed. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. Like, correcting somebody is, is obnoxious and pretentious and shitty. <laughs> and I, again, I might do it every once in a while still, and I get really mad at myself that I have that instinct. Yeah. Really trying to step away from it. Um, And, you know, I, I do encourage people, like, even... Uh, in real estate, you know, if somebody new comes to our office and they kind of cuss a lot, I love cussing. I cuss yeah. all the time.
0: Well, they say if uh, they say that only smart people cuss, or you uh, know, like if you cuss, then you means you are smart. I don't uh, know who
1: gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I, uh, cussing is fine, but it, I I encourage people to, if you are able and if you want to, cater your language to the situation and to the receiver yeah. of your message. You know. Uh, I, I, my managing broker is—he uh, is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, Mormon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not like, what the fuck's up, dude? Like, yeah. I, I don't curse at him because I know he's not comfortable with it.
0: Well, no, yeah, exactly. I think it's just to know your surroundings.
1: Yeah, yeah. Understand your speaker. So, yeah. in again, in real estate, if I'm working with somebody for a little while, and all of a sudden they drop a curse. Then like, it's
0: kind of like you're okay. I'm with like, it. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: let's do this. Like, I wanna, yeah. I wanna feel it out because I want you to feel comfortable, and I want to speak to you in the way that you are comfortable with. Of course, that's a dynamic of uh, client agent. So, of course, it, mm-hmm. it behooves me to make sure they're comfortable. Exactly. So, in a situation of, uh, you know, if if there's a a Latinx person just doing their thing, and then they talk to somebody, and somebody's like you know, I'll speak English or whatever. It's like, no, that's, that's yeah. dog shit. Mm-hmm. That person has no onus or reason to quote unquote, correct their speech for you. Right. This is more specifically for me, my industry, my business. If a, you know, if a person is, if a person has a need to change their speech patterns or their diction for mm-hmm. a specific purpose, Go for it. Right. But if not, then do your damn thing. And if somebody's judging you for, you know, uh, saying something i don't know—just just saying something that is maybe not the traditional uh, way of speaking, and they have a problem with it, then that's their fucking problem. It's and not it's, yours.
0: It's so interesting because I feel like when you're um, in a profession and when you're working like in an office or something, mm-hmm. like with every one of my job, I. <sighs> I wouldn't ever cuss. Yeah. Like if there were customers in my store, I wouldn't, Um, you know, if I'm dealing with clients, right. So when they would hear me cuss, like if I'm having a bad day and I'm talking to my coworker and they just happen to overhear me yeah. say shit or something, they're just like, Amber, I didn't realize that you cut. It's and, shocking. Yeah. It's uh, like so shocking. If I'm in
1: a business and I hear an employee cuss, I'm like, Oh my, is everybody okay? Right. And I, again, I, I cuss all the time, but it, it is, it's the setting that, exactly. that kind of, like in like, my
0: mind I think like professional I'm not I don't want to offend anybody so I'm not going to cuss in yeah. a work setting. Yeah. You know, and it, unless you said unless you have a rapport with somebody that feels comfortable doing that then absolutely I'll do that. But but in my personal life I cuss all the time. Right. You yeah. know, and so yeah. it's just it's funny when people see me outside of work and they're just like I had no idea that you had such an attitude or not an attitude but like sassiness or whatever. Mm. Um it's like well you know how do you act at work? Like you want to be right. genuine, and I am genuine, but I just once you take out the the cuss words, it's yeah. like they think that you're like angelic or something. <laughs> yeah, and
1: I mean that it, it's a situation that's nuanced, and every situation is different. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm talking about this, but then if I'm you know in a business and somebody walks in and is just cursing up a storm, like it really grates me. It get, it gets on my nerves if it every if every other word is a curse word. Right, right. That gets to me, but I don't. I don't go to them and be like, hey, you know, you want to stop?" St- like, it? I, I don't care. Like, right. I don't have to be around this person. And I choose, I'm not going to go up and be like, do you want to be best friends? Like, right. No, <laughs> I'll just not be around that person after this interaction and I leave the mm-hmm. store. So, yeah. yeah. So interesting. So, yeah.
0: That's dynamics. Let's see. What is my number two? I've got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, this one really irritates me because I like to think that I have. Pretty good manners. And when you hold the door open for somebody and they don't say thank you. Yeah. Or they don't give you any type of recognition, even a head nod, a a smile, nothing. A whole
1: lot of nothing.
0: Then I just want to like slam it in their face and be like, well, fuck you too, man. Like, Yeah.
1: Guy, girl, anybody. Anybody. I don't give you nothing. Oh,
0: I I just, it irks me to my bones when that happens. Right. Because it's like, I, you know, I grew up with man like really good manners Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. i I feel like a lot of that um i mean a lot of that contribute to not only my parents but my grandparents too like my my grandpa on my dad's side he was like the friendliest like super sweetest sweet guy um you know so i feel like that's where i got a lot of my like caring for others mentality yeah you know um from so when people don't reciprocate in any way it just like oh yeah stabs me a little
1: do you think that person one they're either just kind of in their head not paying attention i could definitely see that and that could be it yeah. sucks, but it's okay but also do you think there's people out there that are like well i didn't ask you to hold the door for me so i'm not gonna say thank you right could there be a person out there that thinks that
0: oh i'm sure Which And I'm, and i'm sure maybe the way that they grew up they never had to say please or thank you or you don't owe yeah, the world anything right, or whatever yeah. But I just feel like it's common courtesy. Yeah, like,
1: it, it takes nothing from you to say thank you, and yeah. then you're just off to the races.
0: Because, and I don't know, and it's funny because it's like, okay, you don't really need like the gratification of a thank you necessarily, because you know that you're just doing something nice for somebody else. Yeah. So you feel like you at, at one point you don't really need that, but at the same time, it's like, well, I always say thank you when somebody does something nice for me. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's just. Common courtesy to say yeah, something. Totally. So that's when it just irks me, and I'm like, oh, you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. I just realized this episode is going to be like old man Garrett and old lady Amber, <laughs> right? but you know, that's okay. <clears throat> Sometimes you got to bitch a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Was that inside our house or outside our house? That was a yelling.
1: I'm not sure. You know what? Let's take a just in case kid break, and we will yeah. be right back. We are back. Our son is fine. We have no idea what that was. Yep. I'm everybody's, guessing a kid outside somewhere. Yeah. Everybody's okay. Yep. Uh, so uh, this one, I actually just want to say that I wrote this down earlier, but then mm-hmm. something happened and made me change my, change my mind. I was going to put, uh, I was going to say obnoxiously small dogs, <laughs> but I just met up with uh, some clients in a final walkthrough and the sellers were there yeah. and they had two like teacup toy chihuahuas. Oh, and they were my so nice. Gosh. They were such sweet dogs. Aw, they just kind of yipped a little bit and then they just kind of came up and wanted to lick my hand and nibble on me. I was like, all right, they're hashtag not all small dogs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they, yeah, they were very sweet. Um, so this this is one where a lot of people I know are doing it and it's it's fine. Do is it. Do what you want. <laughs> it's fine. I think baby gender reveal parties are obnoxious. Really? I do. Like, I get that people are, it's its a source of creativity. And you want to have something fun for the family, like, totally get it. Like, yeah. That, that's a good time. And especially for the parents, they don't know yet. I get it. But it's like, I don't know. Like, does everybody need, need to see it on social media? Like, it's, I i guess it's just kind of my, it, it's a little bit of a crab ass <laughs> Position, but what like one? I I just I I think it's it's kind of over and done with. It's been it, done it is to death a, yeah to mm-hmm. the point now where some some man died because he was trying to make uh, an explosive device for the reveal and really? it blew up and it killed him. Oh no, that's Terrifying. terrible. Yeah, so like what are people gonna jump out of an airplane and, and then like they fall through or like they open up their parachutes and they're blue or pink, but then the parachutes don't open like. Oh. People are dying. Let's let's put it away. I get it, yeah. but I also
0: love uh, seeing people's creativity with it.
1: Yeah, and seeing the seeing the parents, it's very sweet. It's very it's a joyous occasion. So I can't. Or be... seeing
0: like the kids, like say if they didn't want a brother or they didn't want a sister, seeing the reaction yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I think it's just it's one of those things where it is so ever present in our society now that like i think the other, other shoe is falling and people are like okay knock it off right like, but again that i don't think that's a fresh hot take Which and is- also i don't care too much i don't, i just don't want anybody to feel bad that had a that's had a baby gender reveal party like if yeah. you had fun absolutely and just another reason to get it. together with, i think with family i think yeah, it's really fun that's a good point any reason to get together with people you love Totally Especially if cool. it's the
0: first baby. I mean, I can I can understand the like, why are we still doing this type of thing? If it's like <laughs> right. three or four or five yeah, or whatever, yeah, it's like okay, it's it's one and done. Like I get right. it, you know. Um, but I, I'm trying to think of how we announce. I remember taking a picture, like bringing a baby boy balloon to my mom's work to tell her it was a boy.
1: Oh, is that right? That's cute.
0: But I don't remember how we told everybody else. We probably were just like, oh yeah, it's a boy. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. And I'm wondering, did the whole like gender reveal thing, it must have happened way after because I feel like I would have jumped on that train.
1: I thought they were happening when uh, Cash was still a little zygote or whatever. whatever Either that or maybe you
0: told me that uh, you didn't want to do one. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't need to do one.
1: That sounds me. That sounds like me, Garrett, (laughs) ruining a fun thing by being crabby. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's, again, that's a soft thing. It doesn't really bug me, but I... I'm to the point now where I skim past them pretty easily on social media. Yeah. Unless it unless it's like a really close friend, then, you know, of course I'm interested in, in right. wh- you know, I got to know what we're buying your baby for its birthday or whatever. Mm mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, you buy your kid something yellow, it's all good. Right. Well, if, nowadays, if too, it doesn't yeah, really matter. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> if they are into the blue for boys, pink for girls, but uh, that's going away, and that's cool, too.
0: Mm hmm. Um,. I'm going to skip this one because I I wrote down more after my first five. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so this one I'm going to say very lovingly because you're going to know who I'm talking about.
1: Uh Oh, Oh, no. (laughs)
0: Um, So leaving like two or three minute long voicemail that could easily be said in a quick text, in like a sentence or two in a text text.
1: So are we going to just go ahead and shout out your mom right now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Sue, I am so sorry. sorry. Mom. <laughs> she
0: she knows that I get annoyed with it. She knows because there was a point I I mean years ago where I'm listening to her voicemail and I knew that it was it was just too much because yeah. as I'm listening, we're probably 3 minutes in. I forget that it's a voicemail and I start talking back to it. <laughs> like I'm having a conversation with her That's on the awesome. phone and Then I'm just like, Amber, it's a voicemail, you know? And then it's just, it's so funny. Cause then I'm like, mom, you leave me this very long voicemail. And then when I call you, you reiterate everything that you just said in the voicemail. Right.
1: <laughs> I'm worried that I do that. I'm worried that I, I love my dad, but I'm worried that I'm turning into my dad. Cause my dad is like his mom, like it's real chatty on the phone. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'll leave voicemail sometimes. And then I'll catch myself being like, so uh yeah i guess whenever you get a chance and i'm just <laughs> like what are you doing like, yeah. you're gonna drive this person insane yeah
0: so my, my mom is, has learned now that that annoys me and so right. she'll give me a text that just says hey give me a call when you can yeah so I, she can talk to me about if it
1: i leave phone. a voicemail now i try to be like super happy and upbeat and be like hey it's garrett you know give me a call back when you get a chance all right we'll talk to you later bye right like, that way it like if i'm like hey it's garrett call me bye like that's that's unnerving because there could be something wrong. Right. So yeah. I try to keep it happy and like, ah, call me whenever. Like, you know, nobody's dead. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that that just, if you need something from me, just, you know, quick text to say either give me a call when you can or tell me what it is and I'll respond. Well,
1: she probably <laughs> doesn't text you because then you text back like, yes. And she thinks you're furious with her.
0: That's true. <laughs> That's true. And you know, it's funny. I was talking to Tara about that yesterday.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, she's like, "Well, I never think that when I get your text messages. Like oh. everything, you know, sounds very warm." And she kind of has the same worry. And I, she's like, "I think that's why I overdo it in the text messages because yeah. I think that when I, 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 I come off it. as like negative or if I pissy. put like
1: a yes, then I'll add an extra sentence of explanation so you so people know that I'm not mad at them." Right. Yeah.
0: And so, I, and I just I don't know. To me, it just makes more sense to be like, "Yeah," and that you can hear my voice through the text as mm-hmm. opposed to me having to set it up like. I'm saying this really nicely yeah but then again you know if you don't read text very well like my d- my dad misinterprets a lot of our text messages and he takes it a different way yeah. then for for him it's like okay I either need to call him or I really need to like lay it all out for him so he knows yeah. how, where I'm coming
2: from you yeah know? that's fair but yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's a big one what do you think about doing one more each? Yeah. And then we'll try to guess each other's. Okay.
0: Oh, and, I forgot we were doing the guessing thing. Yeah. And we're that'll, an hour that'll
1: in. lead to us okay. having an argument later. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I will end. Let's see. And, uh, no. Yeah. Okay. I'll end with this one. Uh. Oh, my God. Where was it? Oh, Uh, this one's, I would say, relatively specific, mm-hmm. but it still drives me nuts happens somewhat often in video games okay when a video game is kind of like oh this is a this is a crazy game this isn't your dad's game and it's trying (laughs) to be like wong, uh like wacky and yeah it'll it's still a video game so it has like a tutorial mode and it's trying to teach you the game but then like the wacky narrator comes on and is like don't you hate tutorials like (laughs) ah, just have us let us play the game and it's like, fuck you. I know what you're doing. You were too lazy <laughs> to figure out how to make a fun tutorial. So now you're winking at it being like, oh, tutorials. Am I right? So right. dumb. Oh, my gosh. It's like, gosh. you're dumb. <laughs> don't just make this joke and pretend it's okay. Like in movies, they do it. Uh, it happened in coming number two, America. Coming I just realized America. how annoying that is to say. If you're just saying coming to America, people don't know. Well, that.
0: you should say maybe coming to America this the second or the second coming but to America. But that's
1: not the title it's coming to America. Yeah. I know. I'm being a yeah. I'm being a bitch. Um <laughs> but yeah, in Coming Number 2 America, uh they have a scene where they uh the the young male lead and his female co-star mm-hmm. they talk about how sequels are that come like 20 years later aren't ever good. Mm, and it's like yeah. you knock it off. I'm Ooh. having fun. Like you right. don't, you don't know what I'm feeling.
0: And I, I wonder if that's just their way to like appease the people who are just like oh it's the same I thing again i don't need again. you to
1: wink at me it's not yeah. clever it's rote it's been done so often that now it just takes me out of the movie yeah I'm like, i see what you're doing and i hate it let's move on yeah i get you it you know it, yeah. it's a distraction more than it is like huh? That, that, i get it because they're doing the thing that they're talking about <laughs> like it's that that kind of like i said it takes me out of the media mm-hmm. you know and only deadpool should do that
0: right yeah, yeah. And he does a great job at it.
1: Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is just charming as shit. He really is. What are he you, really you going to do?
0: He makes a great Deadpool. If you're
1: Ryan Reynolds, do whatever. Yeah. If you're everybody else, knock it off.
0: <laughs> so. Um, so my last one, it's another traffic, well, yeah, uh, car related traffic one. Uh, People who constantly inch forward at a red light.
2: Yeah.
1: If they're in the front. Well, I guess yeah, anywhere, yeah. but primarily in the front. Yeah. So annoying.
0: It's like, it, are you about to race the person next to you? Yeah. Knock it off. And
1: almost always they'll do that and then the light'll turn green
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they'll wait like three quarters of a second and, and then, then start to drive. It's like, so why were you inching? <laughs> oh, If you're it just gonna kinda crazy. take your sweet little time. And it, sit there. It's a red light. You sit there. Exactly. Yeah. Every, like
0: we're all stopped at this red light.
1: You're not saving any time no. whatsoever. You like, can slam on the gas just as easily. One foot back. Yeah. As opposed to right now when you're creeping into the crosswalk or past the crosswalk.
0: And that's another thing. It's like if they are already in the crosswalk and they are keep going, like, you...
1: So frustrating. Fucking stay there, man. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Drives
0: me crazy.
1: This is total
0: bash i know old old it does feel good to say it out loud though
1: the old Burtons are at it again (laughs) get off my lawn you
0: know that people are gonna be listening be like yep totally i
1: hope so totally tell us your
0: your pet peeves maybe i mean
1: oh that'd be yeah please do i mean a lot of fun every episode we're prompting you guys to send us stuff this one like legitimately yeah we'll we'll read them next episode if you send us some pet peeves we'd be happy to read them next episode yep yeah we'll have to make a video and post it on instagram too oh yeah absolutely
0: yeah um, but yeah, let's play the game.
1: Okay, you've got to guess mine first, cause I I can't guess I have... one for you. I don't know.
0: I've got six so I'm far a dumb, for you. Dumb man,
1: <laughs> no, you're
0: not. <laughs> Apparently, I just hide my feelings really well.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I think so, but I guess we'll see. Won't we?
0: um, okay, so your pet peeve: asking questions during a movie or a podcast.
1: Not a podcast. You, you're always very sweet and like, you'll say something and I shut off the podcast because I want to talk to you and you'll yeah. say like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, no, like I want to have a conversation, but if there's a lull in the conversation, I'd like to listen to my podcast.
0: But there are times where like, when you go to press play, I think of something else to say. So then I talk again and then you stop <laughs> it and you're just kind of like, okay, are you done? <laughs> I, uh, that, are might we be, done that might
1: be me giving you the business, but oh
0: I'm, yeah, I mean, it is, I'm, but
1: Honestly, I really don't think that it's that frustrating. Because again, if we're together, conversation should be number one. My stupid podcasts are a clear second.
0: But I feel like with movies, though, if I'm movies, asking questions or shows, I'm just like, oh, what what just happened or who's this guy? You're just like, just watch the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds more like me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I. Well, and I think sometimes you ask a question that if if it's a movie I've seen before, I yeah. know it's going to be answered in two minutes. Uh, Yeah. So I'm just like, just wait.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm a real catty bitch about it too. Sit Um, there and wait. Um, Oh, so now is it my turn or do you want to just keep going? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go ahead. Uh, So when I leave my protein shaker bottles in the sink.
0: Uh, without washing? Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay, cool.
0: And that was actually another one. I thought that your pet peeve of me is not washing your protein shakers when I do the dishes.
1: See, no, because we've <laughs> talked about it and one of them especially is really hard to get open sometimes. It is. And you expressed that to me. Yeah. And I heard, I hear you and I see you <laughs> and so now I know when you don't wash them, it's like, oh yeah, because sometimes they're a pain in the ass. When you yeah. do wash them, it's really like, I'm like, oh my gosh, you wash my protein bottles. But that's on me. I should be washing them out every single time. For some reason, I like to let them accumulate. Like I'm, You do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's 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 a stupid thing on my part. I should just get in the habit of when I'm done drinking them, I need to wash them out and put them away. So, Or
0: you could just rinse them out and put them in the dishwasher, too, if you didn't want to really wash them out.
1: Yeah, but we did have a situation a while ago where we you... We
0: did. I stopped doing that, by the way.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, if, in case you guys don't know, in case you don't lift, bro, like, I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> uh, shaker your bottles, they're... You know, they have a little uh, metal wire, wire like, ball that helps to shake up the protein, break up any Mm -hmm. chunks. Um, My beautiful wife was nice enough to put the protein bottles in the dishwasher, but then she put all the shaker bottles into this one little container in the the silverware caddy or whatever. Yeah. And they all bunched together, and I could not get them apart, (laughs) and I was like... Don't be mad at her. She was very sweet to put these in the dishwasher that <laughs> I should have done if I didn't want this to happen, I should have washed them myself. So I was just like, I can't and you were nice enough to take them and
0: I was able to get them apart. You
1: did, yes. So you're it's, very it's sweet. It's weird how like They really get tangled up together.
0: Well, but that like usually when they get tangled. so you put one in there and then if you put one on top of the other one, it just kinda of slides in, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, why wouldn't it just slide back out? But when you take them out of there, it just... You, I don't even yeah. know how it got all crazy, but I was able to get it all apart. So yeah. lesson learned. Don't put them all together. It's like
1: math and science. I don't know, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, is it my turn or was that you?
0: You said that... Oh, you know what? I did go again. So your turn.
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, we talk about this every once in a while. If I'm spending too much time like in the office or in the basement playing video games, you'll express Yeah. that you want some... Time. Time. I don't know if that's a pet peeve as much as just you checking in and being like, I want to hang out with you, and I'll be like, Oh yeah, I guess I have been kinda into something in the office. Like, yeah, you're totally right. So I don't think there's a pet peeve. Uh God, what's some dumb shit that I I don't really make the bed. Is that a pet peeve? Um I don't think you ever get mad. You just kinda no, do it.
0: I just kinda do it.
1: All right. All right. So that's not a point for me. Your turn.
0: Okay. Um Ooh, cash talking when you start talking.
1: Yeah, that drives me nuts. Because I think <laughs> he's doing it on purpose.
0: He does. It's like a power move yeah, or something.
1: He, he's like, "Oh, mommy and daddy want to connect." Mom, and I'm just like, <laughs> I I was communicate. I was here first. So, that, but that's that should be me being the you handle being, it well though. Being like, "Oh, that's a child," <laughs> right? But, but especially if I'm like, I realize if I'm stressed out. Like that really uh, irks, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, that's when I need to step away and take a breather, right? Be like, be the adult and be okay with this. Be yeah. okay with him being a child, like so.
0: Yeah, a lot of times it's like, okay, I know that he's gonna learn from me on how I react to certain things, so yeah. I should probably like, yeah,
1: absolutely, do the
0: cool thing or whatever, you know? That'll
1: be cool, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's yeah?
0: What's another? <sighs>
1: do stuff i feel I well
0: it could just be in the household yeah. not necessarily like that you do
1: i know when i was younger i a lot of times just being a 20 something dumb guy i wouldn't clean up after myself very well and you would clean up after me i do know granted i haven't done this in a while but if you would ever go away on a trip and you'd come back and the house wasn't clean that would drive you nuts that would yeah that would again i think i've gotten better about that yeah yeah so, yeah i think so What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I got another one. When I poke with my boner in the morning, I I never do that. I don't think I ever do that. Uh, You go. I'm like I said. I'm not very observant.
0: Um. Oh, if I open a curtain or turn the light on in the morning without asking, yeah,
1: because it's rude. (laughs) (laughs) I am used to the the level of light in this room, and then you're just like, surprise! I'm just (laughs) like, God, my pupils weren't ready. You did that this morning. I, I did, like, yeah.
2: That's I, what reminded I me I think I said it.
1: to you, like, you know, it'd be good manners to yeah. ask me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't ready. Yeah, you, you do that, and it gets me for about five seconds.
0: Yeah, and I, I've learned that with the light, though, to be, like, light before I actually, yeah. like, you know, turn it on or whatever. Yeah,
1: but yeah, it just, it shocks me when I'm sitting in my office doing something and then you just open up the curtains.
0: I'm sorry. I need, I'm a like <laughs> yeah. daylight person. I, I need the natural light. light. In
1: you're absolutely right. It just boggled me. It's like you weren't even <laughs> in here. <laughs> well,
0: and I think I actually read that. Like if you are, if you don't get enough, like natural light, light that like it really affects your mood
2: oh yeah, yeah so if sense. you are
0: like the, say if you live in the basement with no windows you're going to be more to be uh down in the dumps maybe mm-hmm. depressed you know things like that because you're not getting enough right natural light right you know so i think that's why i like to open up all the i mean that's like the first thing i do when i wake up and i go in the kitchen as i open up all the windows mm-hmm. but i just love the natural light
1: i've got one okay that i think it's probably something but i don't think you give it away too often me walking around with a podcast on, does that drive you nuts?
0: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, sometimes.
1: Yeah. I I try to, if I'm coming into a room with you, especially if you're watching or listening to something, of course I shut it off. But even if I'm just around you, I try to turn it off As, again so if so, we can have a conversation and let you know the door is open for communication.
0: Right. Yeah. Because I, th- I think when at first, I think you started to maybe realize that you had it going when I was either watching something or reading. Because yeah. um, I think at first you would just kind of keep it going. And yeah. I'm like, I was kind of watching something, thing, yeah, you know. Right. Um, but now you're you're a lot better about turning it off when I'm, okay. if you're coming into the room that I'm in, you know. Right. Uh, ooh, this one. If I gasp loudly while driving.
1: While I'm driving. While you're driving. Yes. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> scares me. I get real scared.
2: Because
1: <laughs> yes. you'd be like... <gasps> There's a new bed bath me on. I'm like, I don't care. You're driving, you scared. I thought somebody was gonna d- jump in front of our car.
0: Or me reading signs. Is that a pet peeve?
1: You don't really do that too much anymore, but it just every once in a while when you're like you're like Baker's dozen. <laughs> the the pizza shop, I wonder what they do. I'm just like I don't know why I feel like
0: I need to like you re- you fill really the space by often. reading the yeah. signs. Yeah, no, you
1: don't. You, you did it every once in a while. I'd give you a little bit of grief so for it. So
0: funny, yeah. Uh, but I think that's all that were on my list. Do you got another one?
1: Hmm. <laughs> uh. Maybe if I let too much recycling pile up in our corner of the kitchen, that's a good one. Oh, is that a good one? Yeah. Oh boy, that's weird that you said that. <laughs>
0: Oh well, no, I just I forgot about it. Yeah. But I think every time I'll see like one or two boxes my my instinct is like as soon as I'm done with my box, I immediately go to the recycle bin and just throw it in there. Yeah, I but, think yeah, for like some reason accumulate. I
1: wanted to accumulate them and I realized that that's I think I don't know if you said anything or again just I body was probably language.
0: being very passive cuz I think you put it there and then I would be there and see it and I would just grab it and crunch it yeah, and throw it in. Yeah, I recycle
1: think you bin. did do that. Yep. <laughs>
0: I'm yeah. a very passive person, apparently. Oh,
1: we both are.
0: Yeah. yeah. Eh. Okay. But, yeah, we don't have to keep going. I, that was on my list yeah. here. But I'm trying to think if there's any others. But
1: I'm sure there's other stuff that I do that kind of gets your goat. But can you know what? Let's just one more. Can you tell me something that I do that I didn't guess that can kind of drive you up the wall every once in a while?
0: Um. Not putting dirty clothes in the hamper.
1: Oh, yeah, because a lot of times I'll put it out because I'll know, like, oh, those are my pajamas. I'm going to wear them tonight. But, of course, it's just mess on the ground. So I, I totally get where you're coming from. And I I would say I think I've tried to get better at that, but I think I think I'm still pretty bad about that.
0: Yeah, which is funny because I think I told Chelsea about it, and she's like, "Amber, you used to do the same damn oh, really? <laughs> thing when we like shared a room together." Yeah, she hated when I do that. I
1: learned it from watching you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. No, because well, and I think I actually had seen you're not the only guy to do it though. By the way, I'd seen a, a TikTok of um. Who
1: other, What other guys are you hanging out with?
0: No. <laughs> I see other women posting about uh, their husband or whatever, yeah. and I think a guy was like. You know, I throw it in the hamper if I know it's definitely going downstairs, or, you know, to get right, cleaned. Right. If it's on the floor, it means that um, I'm def- I'm probably going to wear it again. Yeah. If it's hanging off the side of the hamper, it means like, I don't really know if I'm going to wash it or if I'm going to wear For it again. For me, if
1: it's hanging off the hamper, that means I'm going to wear it later. Yeah. Again, like if I'm wearing a shirt during the day and then I'm like, that'll be a good shirt to sleep in tonight. Right. Or like hanging on the hamper if I hop in the shower or whatever.
0: And we're just, I think, different in that aspect because I think with me, yeah, I'll I'll throw things in the hamper. If I know that I'm going to wear it again, I'll either hang it back up or if it's like PJs, I'll just like fold it and like put it on your nightstand.
1: On my, yeah. (laughs) Boy, you just brought up a good one. You brought up a good one. Yeah.
0: I? Yeah. I mean, if I'm too lazy to put it in the drawers, I'm just like, well, it's going to be right here. Yeah. And granted, that's a big, it's like a big old end desk. It's not necessarily a nightstand, but... I'll move it I'll move it' I'll, I'll keep it in the the closet
1: yeah I, yeah sometimes like
0: because it does tend to pile sometimes yeah. up on there not necessarily just my pajamas like right. I'll put my jeans there if I don't have a hanger to hang it
1: right again, I don't think that's been bad lately by any means but every once in a while like um oh you know what can mm-hmm. I throw one more at you sure when we're almost out of toothpaste. And we buy new toothpaste. I swear, I'm still using that old toothpaste and you've cracked open the new one. It's like, so what? I'm a second-class citizen and I got to use this old shitty toothpaste and you get to take the new toothpaste for a ride?
0: I don't know if I do that with the toothpaste. I don't remember doing that. Do you
1: not? I I think,
0: well, you gave me grief about shampoo. I'll do that with shampoo sometimes. Oh,
1: yeah. Shampoo too. Yeah. It just makes me feel like you use this, peasant. (laughs) I'm on to that new shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cause I, yeah, when you brought that up with the shampoo, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I do, cause I think <laughs> I just I see it and I yeah. just grab the first one that I see, uh-huh. but then I realize like, okay, Amber, you have like four shampoo bottles here <laughs> yeah. and they're all half empty. Like, pick one, ah, you know? Yeah, yeah. To finish, but yeah, I get that.
1: We did that and we didn't get mad at each other. No. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, we don't really. It's just I was kind of wondering when we brought this up and you were like, oh, we should guess each other, and I'm like, shit, what if we hit <laughs> a nerve, like. That'll be a bad podcast. That'll no, be bad podcast energy.
0: We communicate well, and I we think we, we understand um, we're not, like, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Is nagging okay to say?
0: Like we're, well, nah, that's not really what I'm thinking.
1: We're not heavily criticizing each other. It's just kind yeah, of... Yeah, we're not, like,
0: pointing fingers and, yeah. like, getting angry about it. We're just, like, yeah, you know what bugs me? This does. Yeah. 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 You know, we're communicating. That's what marriage... A couple in a marriage to do. It's Communication is
1: important. <laughs> <key>. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Phil taught me that. Mm. Like, hey, y'all, communicate, okay? I don't know what Dr. Phil sounds like. <laughs> I think that was more like... Uh, you kind of uh, sounded like him. Did I sound like him a little yeah. bit? Okay, that's good. I thought I was... Maybe just a deeper voice. I thought I was it. going the uh, school counselor from South Park. Okay. Oh, like, I kind of yeah. started leaning into that a little bit. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for the, the main, main episode. Yeah. 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 Uh. You know, since Disney is releasing new content, uh, we are gonna say goodbye to everybody here. But if you want to hear us talk about the most recent episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, hang out with us for a little longer. yeah, you know, we'll be
0: talking about the episodes that we might have spoilers so do we,
1: do we go like fifteen 20 minutes? I, I Not, think maybe on, ten you, oh, okay. I feel like
0: normally it's like ten minutes. yeah,
1: I'm worried that we go on too long, but I think you're I don't think we go too crazy nah. yeah so anywho. We Thanks love you guys listening. so much. Yeah. Really appreciate you as always. Have a fantastic week.
0: Let us know your pet peeves.
1: Yep. Yeah. And uh, we're going to fight about this later. Oh, real oh, quick. What? We got
0: to talk about. Uh, so next month. Uh, oh, April, April
1: yeah. uh, We're going to do a new theme for April. Uh, we did. or uh, We decided to do pranks. Yeah. April Fool's Day. Why not? So we're going to do pranks.
0: Love yep. it. Okay. All right. Bye.
1: Love you so much. Bye bye. <laughs> okay. We're back.
0: So what did you think of the second episode of
1: really liked it at first? I thought that maybe I preferred the first episode, but after kind of sit like pondering this episode, I thought it was really excellent. Yeah. I thought they, they like digging deeper into some of the side characters. Like I love the way that they introduced um, the quote unquote new captain America. Yeah. And Battlestar. I liked that. They didn't just introduce him in like the captain Americas get up and then like episode later we get a little more mm-hmm. idea of who the guy's under the mask i like that they led with him as a human being right and him taking on this big role because i think that's gonna lead to maybe a bigger fall later because yeah it, even towards the end of the episode he was a little more of an asshole that's it was true like but maybe like you
0: don't want our help then get it fuck out of my way he
1: he seemed like a good enough guy but they've been just dropping little easter little little seeds yeah of like he kind of does whatever's got to do to get the job done Mm. and you know him saying like i just want to get out there and do the job and his buddy's like this is the job you can tell like he he's he's about the action not about the interpersonal stuff, I guess. Right. Which, Steve was a balance of both. He was a peacekeeper, but he was a soldier. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't wait to see where they go with him. Um, I was telling you in the the comics, I believe that that character is a U.S. agent. That's mm. who it becomes. And so his... I loved his suit. Yeah. Because the, the star on his chest uh, had the A for U.S. agent. Uh, I'm really excited to see where they go with that.
0: Well, and I guess, was it... Is that what the U.S. agent symbol looks like? Because to me, it was like America, like star America. Right, right.
1: But I think it was homage to U.S. agent in the comics. I I think. Um, I'm not sure how to feel about the villains yet.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's weird because it's like, oh, you know, they're the rebellion. They wanted things to kind of go back to the way it was before the blip because things were better.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a situation where they are the villains for a little bit until the big main villain is revealed because because yeah they're
0: like they kind of just sound like peacekeepers almost yeah
1: and the fact that they're revealed to be super soldiers like makes me think that maybe they were experimented on or somehow taken advantage of I don't know if they were Mm. uh, given that if they took that serum willingly or not, you know, we got a lot of questions that need answering, but I do love the, the lady, the, the actor that plays the lead female of that group. Yeah. I love her. Look, her hair is so cool. It's got the freckles. Like I just, uh, you know, I, I feel like we haven't seen really seen someone that looks like her in the Marvel Mm -hmm. universe. Um, so I, I just, I, I love the look of her. And I like their outfits. The masks are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's still not letting me down. Uh, some of the banter with Bucky and Sam was a little like, maybe a little much. Like It felt
0: like that came a little too soon. Yeah. Like you didn't really feel like you needed that yet.
1: Yeah. And the first time they interact, I get why Bucky is pissed at Sam. Because Sam gave up the shield.
0: And now they have this new Captain America that they're not fond of.
1: But Sam's like immediately upset with Bucky too. And he's got no reason besides just Bucky coming in with that energy. But it seems like Sam has something else that he has against. I'm I'm sorry. Sam Falcon feels like he has something else against Bucky. And all we have to go on is a little bit of them bickering in Captain America's Civil War. And Hmm. so I want them to dig into that more. Because it feels like it's only one-sided and i did like yeah. that bucky actually after major prodding he expressed why yeah, right. he's mad because he feels like you know if captain america was wrong giving sam the shield and he was wrong about saying that bucky can get past being the winter soldier and become right. a a good person
0: which i don't i don't know i feel like that kind of took it a little too personally like i wonder if that was just his own doubt in general and so yeah i, I, I don't I, see how those would be like relatable at all
1: no i honest i honestly don't have a problem with it i think that that's just i think that's him showing that maybe it's not as much about sam giving up the shield as it is just about him dealing with his own grief and trauma and survivor's guilt and yeah. just guilt in general after killing so many people. Even right. though he wasn't in control, it was still him doing it. He has those memories in his head. So yeah, I don't I don't think the connection is meant to be as literal as him saying that. I think it's just him showing that he is not healing mm-hmm. and then for... Sam to kind of betray Captain America or at least Captain America's gesture he has an outlet for his his anger and his uh, guilt Mm -hmm. and so he found something to put it into and now he's trying to make sense of why he's kind of putting that out there uh, or why he's assigning that blame to Sam when really he points it at himself I'm not a therapist but that's kind of what I took from it
0: right Yeah. yeah And I was trying to think, so Bucky introduced um, a new guy from his past to Sam.
1: That's apparently a big deal. Really? Yeah. uh, Which, I mean, of course it is. Like, there was a super soldier that we didn't know about for years in the Korean War. That's crazy. Because it
0: was... So he was their, like, enemy, right? Because he said, like, oh, I kicked Bucky's ass.
1: No, the, the man that Bucky introduced to Sam and was introduced in the show, he was a U.S. soldier. Okay. And Bucky was the winter soldier. So that's why they were at odds. Um, so apparently somehow the United States government were led to believe found a way to duplicate the super soldier serum, even though the original creator of the serum died and the serum, uh, formula died with him so yeah again i'm wondering if that's because i mean i guess they showed that in captain america and the winter soldier is the uh uh hydra was experimenting with super soldier serums but mm-hmm. they couldn't get it right because there was too much it created too much uh anger they weren't controllable right so they put them all on ice and then baron zemo came in and killed them all um but now somehow they got a handle of it. and of course, we've been shown that it leads to anger issues. Mm-hmm. So I wonder I wonder if that's what's happening with the flag smashers, but they they don't seem like they're just angry all the time. They seem right. like they have compassion uh, for, for each other and they have a clear goal. It's not just to hurt people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I really I think they're I think they're laying. Good groundwork mm-hmm. for reveals ahead. I don't think this is the kind of show where they're going to leave too many questions unanswered. Like right. WandaVision did a great job of answering questions. They did. And yeah. if anything, that show could have been a little more loosey goosey with it. Right. I think this show is going to be pretty cut and dry just because of the type of show it is. Kind of buddy cop, uh, espionage yeah, soldiers and, and guns and stuff.
0: Yeah, it seems like the whole uh, argument between them. Um, yeah, it's almost just too too soon. Like I, I wanted to see a little bit more. It like, feels a
1: little hollow at this point. Yeah. So yeah, they've they've got a. I think they got to tackle that sooner rather than later to make it feel earned, mm. and that it has weight because mm-hmm. right now it doesn't really feel that way. Yeah, I agree with that. Did you get sad when Redbird got smashed?
0: A little bit. Yeah, me too. Yeah, even
1: though it's just like a robot thing. Like, I've got the connection of in the comics that's an actual bird. Oh, that really? Sam Wilson has a, a telepathic mm-hmm. connection with. That's cool. So, when I think of uh, God, hopefully it's Redbird. I'm not I, like I love Red that, Wing. Red, Red wing. wing. I was yeah, gonna yeah. say like, oh, I love that character so much, <laughs> and then I get his name wrong. But yeah, like Red Wing in the comics, and then yeah, so I bring that over a little bit yeah uh but great action set pieces i -hmm. think and again additional commentary on what it is to be a black man in america or just some Mm -hmm. some negative experiences in the black experience in america
0: I, i love that they're just like they bring it in not almost casually but not really like it's definitely with intention.
1: Well, yeah. And I think that's the point is it's
0: not in your face, but it just, it it makes you aware.
1: Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah. And I I think that like just racism in America, it doesn't have to be a big grand thing. It's just as simple as yeah. Bucky and Sam having a disagreement and applying for a loan. Like Mm -hmm. racism is subtle and, you know, has kind of been so pervasive you know, in our culture for so long that it's, it is something that's mundane. Mm-hmm. The mundanity of racism is, I, you know, kind of scary and shocking. And I think that's what this show's going for. Right. And so far, I think they're doing a great job, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I might've liked the first episode more, mm-hmm. just a little bit.
1: It set a great tone. It did. That first episode I thought was stellar.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm trying to remember how this one ended um
1: dear god how did it end uh they go to oh they introduced baron zemo um the bad guy from captain america oh that's uh, right civil war yes played by the german dude that's always a bad guy (laughs) but he's he's he does a good job of it yeah yeah so uh, of course zemo is probably going to be the big bad in the show they've shown in the trailers for the season they've shown him walking with uh, the mask in the comics he's like in this big purple suit and he's got a purple uh, kind of a ski cap with the eyes and the mouth cut out Mm -hmm. Um, so they show him holding the mask so yeah I I think that that's a great character to bring back I think that Marvel has had difficulties with not doing characters justice not doing villains justice Mm -hmm. they had a really bad problem with crappy villains early on in the MCU they've gotten a lot better with Black Panther and Thanos and, um, rather Killmonger. Is Killmonger, uh, the main bad guy in, yeah, it is. He's the main bad guy in Black Panther. Um, and then Thanos and, uh, Vulture. But they've had some really good villains recently, but early on they didn't. So I'm hoping they can bring some of those villains back if they didn't die, of course. Right, right. So...
0: Yeah, it'll be uh, be interesting just to see where they take it from here, I guess.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so far my confidence is high. Yeah. I think it's been a ton of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like like the order that they're releasing these shows in because I was talking with uh, uh, some people I was doing a real estate transaction with and they both said like, yeah, I watched like two or three episodes of WandaVision. I couldn't get into it. I didn't get it. I didn't Mm. understand. That's fine. But but But, did
0: they not have like a background in watching any of the Marvel
1: movies? Well, I think they watched the Marvel movies, but maybe they just didn't really kind of know what WandaVision was going for. I Mm. feel like we had watched some stuff and talked about it so much leading up that we had an idea of what to expect. That's true. Coming in cold, I bet that's a hard show to swallow. Mm, Um, Yeah. But I think this show is going to be the people that maybe didn't gravitate towards WandaVision, didn't like it, didn't get it. I think this one is a little more like, you know, come watch everybody kick ass. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I I think that uh, that's great to follow up WandaVision with something like this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because then what comes after this again?
1: I don't remember what show comes after this. Eh. Uh, I don't think it's the new Hawkeye series. Maybe it's Marvel What If, the animated series. Hmm. Possibly. Guys, get at us. Let us right. know what's coming next. <laughs> Well, we said that we only go like ten minutes, but I think we've maybe done fifteen minutes or so mm-hmm. of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Love it! All the actors are doing a great job so far. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a ton of fun, and even if uh, even at the low points, it's still a really enjoyable show. Yeah. So definitely. Yep. Let us know what you think. As always, yeah. get at us at uh, life underscore well underscore spent underscore on Instagram. Yes uh on twitter you can reach us at well underscore garrett
0: yeah it's weird
1: real at at well underscore garrett yeah like like that helps so (laughs) so dumb uh and please email us at lifewellspent at yahoo.com love hearing from you guys and again those pet peeves we would love to get your guys pet peeves yeah i think that'd be a ton of fun to read those out Mm -hmm, absolutely all right thanks again guys really appreciate you love you so much Have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.